bitch, I'm dead fresh. I might pull up in a casket. Hey, come on, like bro. Fruit basket. Spit a couple raps. I get a check of Johnny Cash. Should I smash it? I'll let you mom. Remember, guys, don't take us too seriously. We're just some bros being dudes talking sports. Presented by the Wolfpack Productions and the presenting sponsor, the Townsend Bar and Grill. Your one-stop shop for great food, great prices, and great times all the time. What's going on, everybody? We are recording live from the Townsend Bar and Grill. Everything's back open in Kentucky. This is beautiful, but we got a great show coming at you guys tonight. We're going to talk about all the breaking news that you need in the sports world. We're going to recap all this weekend's action. We had some great college football action, a couple upsets. Ooh, spoiler alert, Florida stinks. Uh, up, also upset alert. We got some college basketball to talk about. College basketball this year is in shambles. Like, I don't understand what's going on in hoops at all. Uh, but first, let's get into it first. A uh, tiny bit of breaking news in the MLB. The Mets signed catcher Brian McCann to a one-year deal. Uh, kind of makes sense. They're a team looking to get into contention this year. They did just lose uh, Robbie Cano, so that's going to actually hurt their playoff chances. But I like the addition of McCann. Uh, Chan, do you think that McCann is going to win another World Series or apply for AARP first? A tough question there. Uh, he definitely ain't winning a World Series with a Mets. That's a fact. That's, that's Ooh, even, even though they have Steve Cohen, you still don't think they have a chance? Changing owners doesn't lift the curse. That's fair. The, I, I, uh, the Mets stink. They stink. They're going to try and compete this year, and they just don't have enough talent to do so, especially losing Cano because Cano is still one of the best second basemen in the league. So absolute big swing and a miss for them. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, also some breaking news. Uh, we got the Indians announcing a name change, but not until 2020 or uh, 2022. So they're going to keep it for the whole year, but they decided, hey, Let's announce it right now that we're going to change the name. They said this is future Cleveland Indians problem, not our problem. So we're going to just push that off on the back burner. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, that's like, I, what is the thought process there? Well, I can't really say, like, that's the like the football team. They're filming yeah, another major league They didn't movie. have time to come up with a good, like, other name. So they just wanted, but they wanted to let you know we understand we need to change it. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> look, this is... This is a super pressing issue that we've been talking about for decades. So what's one more year going to hurt? We're just going to be offensive for one more year. Now, now, credit to them, they did get rid of their Chief Wahoo logo. So, like, that that was kind of offensive. Like, that's a little bit of an offensive logo. You think about it. Uh, but, like, I, I really don't understand the thought process. I'm like, oh, we're cool now. Like, <laughs> we're good a year from now to change it. But... If we offend a little bit more this year, eh, who cares? Like, that's wild. That is Cleveland. Like, that's Cleveland to a team. That's Cleveland. Very, it's a very on point brand for Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, that's just the most Cleveland thing of all time. Cleveland is known for having a, a trash can football team, which actually the Browns are pretty good this year. But trash can football team, offensive uh, MLB name, and losing LeBron. That's it. That's all Cleveland is known for. Uh, they got jerseys and everything. They're real sports teams. <laughs> they, hey, they are real sports teams. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about some NBA news. 
Uh, so I thought this was interesting when I was scrolling today. I saw that James Harden still wants out of Houston, although he's now playing with the 2008 Kentucky Wildcats. Like, I, that's crazy. He's playing with the team that couldn't win the national championship. Why would he want out? Well, they traded Russell Westbrook for slightly worse Russell Westbrook, so I, I couldn't I couldn't see why he'd be mad. Slightly. Because he wanted them to, actually. Slightly worse. <laughs> gang like, of, nah. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Well, he thought he'd go get somebody else. Nope. Yeah. yeah John Wall. He said, He's like, now I, have, now I have Russell Westbrook with a worse attitude problem and, like, actual gang affiliation. Like, I might be in trouble if I say something. John Wall got to Houston and Harden was like, I forgot that John ain't got knees no more. Like, yeah. They traded, <laughs> traded Russell Westbrook for Gilbert Arenas without a jump shot. <laughs> and the gu- well, does he have a gunshot wound too? He's definitely got a gun. Ooh. Allegedly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly he has a gun. I don't know. Like, I, like, I don't understand why he would want out as bad as he does. Like, I think that that team definitely has enough to compete in the West. Do I think they have enough to win the West? No. I think they're on that trailblazers level right now. Like, they'll be good. They can maybe make some noise in the playoffs, but they're not going to win a title, and they're not going to win the West. Like, it's just – it is what it is. I have enough of Houston's money. Let me go stand on the wing and shoot jumpers with KD. Yeah. And I'm, tired, I'm tired of playing in the West and having to try. I'm tired of taking $45 million from the Houston Rockets a year to hang out and go to strip clubs. He said, I want to go to strip clubs in New York. <laughs> yeah. He said, Atlanta lemon pepper wings. Too good to pass up. Trey Young can pass. Ooh, Trey Young can pass. I'll, I could actually see that happening. Do you think that he would go to Atlanta? Is that, on his, is that on his list? He would. He'd never leave the strip club, but he'd go. <laughs> Him and uh, what? Harrison Barnes? No, no, no. Um, uh, what was like John Collins? Is that yeah, his name? John, John Collins. They had Clint Capella for like a hot minute, but I don't know where he's at now. Clint Capella. What? What a name. I don't. I don't understand. Like, just the NBA. There's so much player movement. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, the Hawks are Trey Young, John Collins, and some guys. Well, I was saying no. I was saying they got jerseys. The guy, who was it that got in trouble for breaking uh, the bubble to go to Magic City's? Um, that, was, that was Lou Williams. He, he yeah, Lou Williams. six man like Lou Will. He's a, he's trying to get in the strip club. Maybe hey, those I'm wings are named after him and everything. If you if you think James Harden ain't gonna take game, or take his uh, load management to go off to Magic City, you're wrong. <laughs> well, he's gonna Pretty go. Brings a different meaning to load management. I was getting ready to say he's going to take his load management day, literally, because they're going to have some load management at Magic City after he's done. That's just some bros being dudes talking cum. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on before we say anything too problematic. Uh, All right, let's let's talk about some college basketball now. Um, For all this talk about the Big Ten being really good, arguably their best team – just lost to an unranked Missouri. So, like, now, like, Illinois' best win is at Duke. Duke is awful, okay? Then Illinois loses to Missouri. So does that, like, solidify that, like, Duke is bottom-tier ACC now? This is another year where no one knows anything. It's literally, like, it's just it's what college basketball is coming to. That no, yeah. So, so we talked about that when when the AP poll was first released. How like Duke was number nine and UK was ten. It was kind of like 
okay, the AP poll is starting to get a little bit wise to the fact that like these one-and-done programs are either going to be god-tier or they're going to be horrible. So they're slowly starting to like push them little, down the road. Little preseason practice. I think I think those like Duke and Kentucky will both be much better than they are now by the end of the year. Well, that's fair. I mean, the, ideally, every single school would say the same thing. Like Every school should be better at the end of the year than they are now. Yeah, but some some teams are composed of juniors and seniors. Guys have been there three or four years. You I mean, know, that's fair. Played the system. I guarantee UK will be good once they get drafted and get actual coaches. <laughs> that's a freaking boom roasted again. Coach Cal has to be one of the worst coaches in the, in, in the like, entire NCAA, right? I don't know. Like, where where was he at first when he was like winning with? I can't remember now. Uh, UMass. Hey, UMass. UMass. Yeah, Marcus got caught Camby. cheating. Uh, yeah, with Marcus coach Camby. Got to murder him. Yeah, Marcus Camby, just one of the best collegiate centers of all time. Then he went to Memphis definitely and had, yeah, and then yeah. definitely had like probably a top five college point guard of all time in Derrick Rose, uh, and then went to UK and then couldn't ever win a national championship until they had arguably the best college player of all time, and that player only played one one season and. And Anthony Davis, like Calipari, might be the most overrated coach of any sport. Period. Like what he does recruiting is it speaks for itself because he does get a lot of talent in there. The fact that he doesn't win with the talent is just absolutely astonishing. And UK fans like support him. How? How? I I don't I really don't understand how. He's won a lot of basketball games there. Yeah, a lot of regular season games. A lot wow. of games. A lot of SEC titles. A lot of elite. A lot of elite Elite Eight banners, Final Four appearances. A lot, of, a lot of SEC titles in basketball is kind of like a lot of ACC titles in football. Like, who gives a shit about those? Hey, <laughs> Bama takes the ACC very ACC very seriously in basketball. Right? They're <laughs> yeah. trying. Hey, Bama is a basketball school. This is it's been proven. It's been. Hey, proven. Florida was at one point. LSU was really the, LSU was willing to destroy their program over it. They were That's trying to true. win at basketball. That's true. Honestly, everywhere Bruce Pearl goes in the SEC turns into a basketball school. It was Tennessee Thanks. first, then for about, Auburn, for about three now, years before he gets caught cheating. Before he gets caught cheating and puts them all under sanction. Like that's wild. Everybody's cheating. Listen, it's not barbecue. It's it's just a barbecue. He ain't paying those kids. He's not paying. It's barbecue. I also did love to see that Georgetown on on Friday after we recorded our, our last show. Uh, they were winning uh, against Villanova by 17. Absolutely blew the lead. Ended up getting beat by 13. Like I love to see that. I absolutely hate Georgetown with a passion. So to see them blow that lead, uh, that was something special. There is actually sneakily a lot of really good games coming up this week in college basketball. Like um, on Wednesday, uh, kind of a sneaky matchup. You got Butler and Villanova. I think is going to be a really good game. Uh, Ohio State and Purdue should be pretty solid. The one that I think is going to be really intriguing, especially to UK fans, Duke and Notre Dame on Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. You're going to see what these programs actually are. If Notre Dame beats Duke, we have to absolutely just make Cody's life miserable. (laughs) I mean, we have to. That's the first thing on your mind. Yeah, just harass my friend. This man said. This man said Duke is mega talented. He said. Mega. Bad, he said yeah, mega. He said bad teams aren't called mega talented. So, so we have to we have to let them know that Duke is in fact not bad if they lose. They're mega talented. 
Yeah, Coach K was just putting the players first. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. We talked about that a little bit on last week's episode, last Thursday. When we were talking about how before the season started, Coach K was like, the NCAA absolutely cannot withstand another season without the tournament. Like, we must play this year. And then he loses two, two games out of his first four and was like, there's a pandemic going on. We need to shut this hey, down. It's just that's why, that, that's why he's the GOAT. That's why he's the GOAT. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Look at that. Look he's at able that. to be informed. Exactly. Look at that personal development. He's That's flexible. what I call it. He's flexible. Beautiful. I mean, we should all be what able to take. Arc. Absolutely. We should be able to take a page out of his book and be like, he learned new information, changed his viewpoint, growth. <laughs> wow. Definitely had nothing to lose in the Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Losing two home games in the in December, nothing to do with that. Um. All right, let's move on to some college football. Speaking of just awful losses, Florida absolutely took out a lighter and lit their college football playoff hopes on fire, and that just burns me up. That, Even that, if they beat Bama. That, oh, yeah, they're out. They That's are out. Loss, ain't it? Two losses. No, they got, they got two losses. Who'd they lose to? Who else? Texas A&M and, and LSU. Oh, I forgot they lost A&M. Because now, now if they beat Bama, Texas A&M is in for sure. Like 100% Texas A&M sneaks in. There's no chance Florida gets in. In the latest AP poll, and AP poll usually is a little bit more like forgiving of losses, even Georgia jumped Florida in the AP poll. So like the college playoff uh, ranking tomorrow is going to be interesting. Really only the top six are going to matter because like it's going to be the top four are going to stay the same. Five is probably going to be Texas A&M, and then six is going to be UC. And after that, it's going to get interesting. Because seven should probably be Iowa State. Eight probably is going to be Georgia, and Florida falls to nine. Yeah, but even Florida at nine, a win over the number one team doesn't boost them. No any. chance. I know seven. the two losses is crazy. It but. puts them to like seven because they have the worst loss of anyone in that top portion. Like yeah, Texas sure. A&M lost to Bama. Uh, Georgia lost to Bama and Florida. Uh, Cincinnati hasn't lost. Notre Dame hasn't lost. Notre Dame hasn't lost yet. Presumably they lose to Clemson, but then they also beat Clemson. So then on aggregate, those two teams are undefeated. It's like I, there's absolutely no no path for Florida to the championship now. So Florida wins. Bama still gets in. I don't Clemson know if Bama gets in, honestly. I don't know if they do. I'd be surprised if they don't get in, but there's definitely a path that they don't. If they lose by 30, they probably still get in. I No, no chance there. They'll by put 30, them in. I won't think they deserve to be in. I don't. If they, if they lose, I think they still get in. Get oh, for sure. I, think it's gonna be, like, I don't think it's set in stone that Bama's in no matter what now. If Florida was undefeated or at one loss still, absolutely I agree. I mean, I but think just, it don't matter what Florida is. Florida team? What if Notre Dame beats Clemson again? Then Clemson's out. Clemson's done. Yeah, so it's just Notre Dame, Bama, a Notre Dame, Ohio State, yeah. And uh, USC. If USC gets in, I won't watch. Hey, they're going to win the Pac-12. They beat, they beat Arizona by four points. They beat Arizona State. <laughs> well, now, they get a, now they get to play Oregon, too. They don't even have yeah, to play they, Washington. They have to play Washington. Washington got op- had the opt-out. Yeah, Washington said Kelly was getting bad up here. That's absolutely disgusting. No, no joke. They won't get in. No way. Like, if if USC does sneak in, I would I would much rather watch UC than USC in the playoff. 
Like, at least then there's kind of like the Cinderella story. If USC gets in, it's just like, okay, now we have to watch this bad team play Bama. Like, get absolutely slaughtered. This is not we're, we're going to watch Notre Dame. They're both in. Uh, what'd you say, PB? Clemson beats Notre Dame. They're both in. Absolutely, yeah, I yeah for sure. There, really, the four the four are basically set, barring some random miracle. Like the only team that I think that legitimately has a chance to get in is Texas A and M, and that's really considering that's if Notre Dame wins. That's if Notre Dame wins or Ohio State loses, because I think that's a possibility too. I don't think it's likely. You think who does Ohio State play in the Big Ten? Northwestern. Oh, so. The Wait, I thought Northwestern lost a bunch. They ended up losing. I know they lost. They did lose. Northwestern did lose, but they're still coming out of that. Okay. They're so. six one. Northwestern is six and one. If they do beat Ohio State, it's no. not likely for them to get in, but they will get a big boost for sure. They'll, so they'll Ohio get, State loses. It's and Notre Dame beats Clemson. Well, then you and have a conversation. Bama, Notre Dame. A&M, who? Well, probably Iowa State or Cincinnati, but you, you definitely have an argument um, with Iowa State to get in, even if What if they, Florida even, beats Bama, too? In that case, I think it's going to be... Three SEC schools in Notre Dame? It shouldn't. In that nasty, they just weird. Quit, they'd quit playing college football. <laughs> if Notre Dame really beats Clemson, Ohio State loses to Northwestern, and Florida beats Bama, it's Bama, Notre Dame, A and M, Florida. If Florida Honestly, with two losses, I'll absolutely kill myself because they they lose. Consecutively played football games at least. Like you're not putting Northwestern in if they just beat Ohio State, and you're not putting Ohio State in with a loss playing five or six football games. I mean, that's I, – I agree. I absolutely agree. But the one thing that you can say is if Florida does get the four spot, they would lose to any of the other three ahead of them. Well, the one that have, this scenario is Notre Dame, guaranteed, right? Because they're undefeated and beat Clemson again. I think that's their best chance to win. That's a fact. If they do somehow sneak in, Notre Dame is by far the weakest in the playoff pool. I think that they're the worst playoff team that there's going to be, period. If they lose to Clemson, you think they're still in? Right. There's a strong possibility if it's ugly, if it is ugly, like say Trevor Lawrence comes back and Clemson hangs a 30 spot on him, they win by 30 points. Notre Dame's and out. A and M's in. A and M is in for sure. Or Iowa State because Iowa State. I like playing out these scenarios. Sorry, yeah. we've played no, some 30 minutes. I'd love to talk about them too. That's why we have a whole so podcast about them. Like I, we just get on here and talk about that shit. Make sure you guys pay attention to that. Uh, it's posted on YouTube every week. It's called Leather Weather. We break down. Uh, all the college football news you need to know. I'm working on getting that put up on all the streaming platforms as well. Uh, for some reason, Apple's being a real cocksucker about letting me put it up on multiple podcasts. So, uh, yeah, we'll get that figured out. But for now, it is on YouTube. You get to watch all our facial reactions and stuff. But, uh, no, that was a good discussion about college football. I, I, I really like it. Um, you guys, have, real quick, we'll move on. You guys, you guys Wait, think. I, I got something to say. I want to say, because fuck Apple, dude. You know the new like iPhone, the iPhone 12, doesn't even come with the wall block? You're kidding. Everyone else has known this forever, I assume, too, because this was like big news. But I went to go get one, and it just comes with it comes with a USB-C to lightning cord. So you can't use it with your old box, and it doesn't come with a box. And if you don't have a computer with USB-C port and don't have a USB-C box, you can't charge your fucking phone. Who fucking has a USB-C port? I no have one. a USB-C port. People no, with people with who has that, 
Who has that on their laptop? I have one on my laptop. I don't on my laptop. I do on my PC. It's not that uncommon. It's not that uncommon. That's that's very uncommon. I got a MacBook 2016 model, and it doesn't. I'm not defending them. I'm just saying I do have a USB C. Like their own fucking thing. Said, oh, look at me, I'm rich. Like they basically like I. And you know how much the box is if you buy it from Apple? Probably thirty bucks. Thirty-five. That's fucking wild, dude. Thirty fucking five dollars. That's absolutely ridiculous. For a US, for and it only has one USB C port on it, not like two where you can put two cords <laughs> or something, you know. That's a that's trash. It really <laughs> is. And uh, no, still no one gives a shit. They just give Apple thousands of dollars anyway. No. Um, all right, so let's let's jump into our, our recurring segments. Honestly, I'm excited to break down this week's NFL slate because we did have a very good slate. So let's start it off. Let's get our first recurring segment out of the way. It's time for the good, the bad, and the unlucky. So, PB, start us off. Who was one team or player that looked good to you this week? Just just, just your good, and we'll kind of discuss oh. it. Go okay, okay. I'm going to give my team to the Rams. They look good. They absolutely did look good. They look scary good. Yeah. I think they they could win the NFC. Like it wouldn't. Like I think I, they could, I would have them as a, like them and Green Bay right now are my front runners probably. If if their quarterback wasn't Jared Goff, I think they would be getting much more credit than they are right now. But Jared Goff. Like Goff as much as I, you all do either. Turnover player machine. would be Derrick Henry with that 200 yards for me, giving me 38 points. Thanks, Don. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough to argue Derrick Henry is the good. I mean, he looked phenomenal this week. But, no, going back to the Rams, that absolutely, like, they looked phenomenal this week. There's not really any, like, arguing that. They they dominated a team that has is coming off of a couple weeks in a row of being, like, the most physical team in the NFL. Like, they took the fight to the Pats. They dominated the Pats in every single aspect of the game. Yeah. The one thing that the Pats had the advantage on was special teams, but the game was so out of hand that it didn't matter. Like, Gunner, Gunner had three punt returns of over 30 yards, and it just didn't matter in the least. That's how dominant the Rams I were. I saw people say that uh, they, they, they only scored 24 points. Like, they weren't trying to even score after the first half. They are just giving it to Cam Akers, letting him run, like, I don't know if they necessarily weren't trying to score as much as they score. were. They were keeping the keeping the like time of possession skewed. Like they had one possession in the second half to, or to start the second half that was ten and a half minutes long. They shortened that game, which is honestly that's that's the recipe for how you beat this Pats team. They don't hardly score when they have the ball multiple times. So if you get that, that's less, the recipe. Well, legitimately, yeah. Like, if you usually they, just bring an NFL level football team, show up to the stadium that day. Yeah, <laughs> show up with an actual Cam, football team. Cam is actually like I, I've been defending him recent like this season, but uh, it's done. I can't he, defend him. I think he might hang it up. Terrible. My I don't think I don't think he's gonna retire. He maybe should. Thirty one, right? He looks so uncomfortable. Like I just don't understand it. Like, yeah. this might be the he quickest might, like, drop Pursue off. a future in fashion or, like, anything. Well, he should. I honestly regret buying my Cam Newton hat. I bought that hat. I was like, dude, we're about to go to the playoffs this year. It's going to be sick. <laughs> that hat is <laughs> so stupid now. Every time I open my closet, I'm like, that's the biggest fucking waste of money of all time. <laughs> hey, at least y'all won't finish last in the East. Uh, if we ever finish last in the East, I will kill myself. I, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> 
I yeah, I don't either. Thankfully, It'd probably I'm glad, be a couple years at least. Glad, so it's possible. Yeah, I'm glad that the Jets suck enough dick. I I really I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence because if they do draft Trevor Lawrence, he's done. His career's over before it started. Hey, he got another year of eligibility. Just go back to college. They might. Technically, he has two. Because oh, oh, yeah. Down. Oh yeah. I'll just that sit would, out until the Jets don't get the first pick. Yeah. What if? <laughs> What if Trevor Lawrence just comes back next year and then the Jets get the first pick again? He just comes back a third time. Just absolutely piss on the Jets. While also not playing. He just sits the year out. I think the Jets might let him select the new GM and head coach even. Like, they're just literally, like, giving him the keys, like, give him the, the franchise literally. What if, pick the what jersey, if he said, design a stadium. What if he said, I am not coming to the Jets unless Dabo is my head coach? Then <laughs> they give Dabo the fucking extra bag. Dabo probably. They give him the fucking John Gruden contract <laughs> too. They give him two hundred million and fifty percent ownership. <laughs> just take it. He just said they're giving him two billion dollars. I can hear Dabo right now in the press conference. I'll never quit on these boys. I'm staying right here in Clemson, and then yeah. his, it immediately leaves to go take the job. They See, offer me one and a half billion dollars worth of of the yeah. franchise. He sees the amount of zeros on the end of that check. He's like, "All right, see you, boys. It's been fun." <laughs> <laughs> He's got the like trail of fire from his footsteps. He ran out so fast. Yo, he's fucking gone. Verbal meme, him. Verbal meme. Um. All right. So my good, kind of surprising. I didn't think I'd put this team back on my good list, but it was the Bears. Like, the Texans have kind of been a frisky football team. Like, not a playoff team. Definitely have playoff talent. But they've been kind of hindered all year uh, with Bill O'Brien. That's why their record doesn't really show how good they are. But the Bears absolutely just demolished this Texans team. Like, took it to them. No lube. Dry fuck the shit out of them. Like, thoughts and prayers to the Texans organization. Big Dick Nick went in raw. On the bench. On the bench. Uh, Mitch Trubisky played. <laughs> he but, knew he was on the pitch. Yeah, he just wanted to say it. Mitch didn't, didn't fit the narrative I was trying to tell. <laughs> he watched. He watched. He watched. No, I, I think the Bears look good. Like, with how good that defense looked and how good David Montgomery has looked the past two weeks, if they can sneak in the playoffs, I think they make some noise. Scary. Still, still on that hill, I see. I'm absolutely going Not to like die on that hill. Just ignoring the fact that half of the Texans receivers were out. Yeah, the Texans' offense Texans. looked awful. No Will first week without Will Fuller. No David Johnson again. No Brandon Cooks. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, no Randall Cobb. Kiki Cootie. They had Kiki Cootie was their only receiver. He caught a touchdown. He did it's catch a touchdown. Cutie. He's a cutie, like the orange. Like, I don't care what he is. He shouldn't cutie. be on the field. You don't think he should be on the field? <laughs> you remember two years ago when, like, he was – you know, young and getting some hype, and then last year he didn't even play. Like, yeah, I, of all the fantasy people we're talking about, hey, this guy could be a potential sleeper, and he yeah. never, never saw the field. Yeah, he was. He, you know, who he reminds me of a lot, Deontay Johnson, because that's going to be what happens to him. Because that so? man, Deontay Johnson, has dropped no less than ninety-five balls this year. Did you watch it? Right off a lot. Steelers motif. They do. They do drop a lot of balls. Him and Eric Ebron are having a battle right now. I'm pretty sure that Dude one of them, just one of them, could lead the league in drops for teams. Like, they double up the next closest team in drops. They do. That's insane. How? A little frustrated, probably. 
Uh, very frustrated because if it weren't for Alex Smith, like doing what he's doing, well, you can even make the argument for Teddy Bridgewater too. But honestly, take out the Alex Smith leg injury, Big Ben's comeback player of the year. People still try to, or people have been trying to argue the Big Ben point, but I don't think you can. On GTD tries to argue that all the time. He started to come around on the Alex Smith just because, like, that's a cool story. You really can't. But Don, if there's they're one, they're going to win the division. No joke. Let's let's ask Don right now. I'm about to put it in the group. I'm about to tag him. I'll be like GTD, one player, not Alex Smith, player of the year. What comeback player of the year? You know he's gonna say. You don't have to text him. I can already tell you the answer. There's only two even in the race. I don't know. You make an argument for Gronk too. Sneakily having a very good season. Oh my god! I, I hate Gronk. Why would Why would you say this to me? Sneakily, I, he sneakily, sneakily had four having, good games. He sneakily had four good catches. He had, yeah, he's had four I mean, good games. Like Mike Evans. Mike Evans is only useful on the goal line too. Mike Evans has had an awful season. Yeah, most, some would call this the Brady effect. Yeah, all Tampa Bay. Yeah, Brady didn't have bad receivers. Brady just makes them bad. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's I, at this fair. age, I don't know. I mean, he he caught a thousand yards and how many touchdowns with Jameis last year? Brady's not having a terrible season, but he definitely has looked bad the past couple of weeks. They did kind of right the ship a little bit this week, though. They looked pretty good this week. They don't look like a bad football team. I mean, they threw <coughs> Ronald Jones in there for his two yards. I swear, for the last like five years, every time I watch Brady, I feel like the like whatever football team he's playing for wins in spite of him. I don't know why I get that feeling. That's kind of silly considering he just won MVP in 2017. Well, yeah, but that year he like that was three, Wentz's, three years that ago. Was, yeah, that was one of the worst MVPs. What? One of the worst MVP years in a while. We're gonna look at the stats. Pull up the stats. I think that's the case at all. Okay, okay, okay. He had the best touchdown to interception ratio of all time. I don't believe that either. Two. Yes, factual. Look it up. He won MVP with 28 touchdowns. Yeah. They didn't even throw for 30 TDs. Passing. Jameis Winston. Jameis That's what Winston I'm saying. Didn't even throw for 30 TDs. Jameis Winston threw 30 touchdowns last year. Over 100 year. for the season. I think it was like 115 for the season that year. Best right. touchdown interception ratio of all time. Fact, fun fact, do you know who is the second best touchdown interception ratio of all time? Tom Brady. Nope. Aaron Rodgers. For a single season. For a yeah, single season. Right now. In a Flutie. season. Not Doug Flutie. That was a good one. It's Nick Foles, actually. Yeah, Nick oh my Foles. God. Oh, God. And Josh McCallum's third from that same year. That, yeah, this okay, is, those, this is clearly right not there. a stat that matters. <laughs> those two right there. <laughs> Just throw that stat out the window. I would argue that touchdown-to-interception ratio is the most important. If you don't throw at least 30 touchdowns, then I'm not, like, counting the best you, it should be well, like not. Brady not, had 3,500 yards that year, too, and won MVP. Dude, you, that's the worst MVP year <laughs> he had in the Dalton. last two decades. Andy Dalton. Worst MVP season in the last two decades. There's no chance that's the worst. You look at some of Peyton's MVPs from the early 2000s, you think he's throwing over 4,000? Yeah. No oh, chance. okay. Oh, chance. I'm going to Peyton Manning's stats fast. Very quick. Okay, I'm pretty Peyton sure that he won the Pretty sure he won MVP in 2003. No chance that he hit 4,000. He has two yards. seasons ever in his career with under 4,000. Two in um, his whole career. That one is rookie two, year. Oh, great. He was shit as a rookie. Good for him. <laughs> he has two ever. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. A, that's a rough take, man. Peyton Manning is shit. Second best quarterback of all time. Shit. Is he, what, third in all-time yards? 
now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brady, yeah, Brady. Yeah, Brady and Breeze pass them. Which, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, strictly based on longevity, like that, that makes sense. But you have to look at it, too. Brady also, like, if playoff, if, like, playoff was counted towards that, it really wouldn't be close. Yeah, like, yards per season, regular season, I think Peyton has it. Well, but that my point is, like, playoff playoff records aren't, or playoff stats aren't counted towards your total stats. I know that. That's crazy. Because Brady would have every single record by a billion. Well, the, the argument there is that you don't single-handedly get to the playoffs. You can't count that against the government on a shitty thing like running backs, too, that don't hit 2,000 yards. Like, that's the whole argument there, Ian. That's why any sport just counts regular season. That's how it always is. That's like that's basically saying that like you're you're just get, your games don't matter. No, the games matter a lot. They the just don't count towards don't your matter. regular season stats totals. You're a big hey. guy, Ian. No, I'm not. I'm very much not. Team over everything. Yeah, the we Patriot not, way. That's right. We yeah. not me. Um, all right. Well, let's. We got off the rails there. Actually, solid discussion. But Chan, who was your good for this week? Who looked good to you? Who looked good to me? Not a lot of good happened this week. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> the Titans you know, just goes easy. A lot, a lot of trash. Bad. A lot of trash. You don't want to give uh, it to an hour. Andy, Andy Dalton looked good this week. I'll give him that. <laughs> he did. Andy yeah. Dalton looked good. He probably, hopefully, solidified Zach Taylor getting fired. Probably not going to happen because Mike Brown. No. But that's fair. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that's all. Zach Taylor's going to get a few years there. You know no, who he else? definitely should not, and definitely uh, he might get assassinated. You don't think that Zach Taylor deserves an extension? I don't think Zach Taylor <laughs> deserves uh, the house that he lives in. Homeless lives matter. Not his. They matter. <laughs> not his. Sneakily, you know who else looked really, really good this week? And PB, I'm sure you're gonna like this. The Colts looked very good this week against the Raiders. They absolutely took it to him. Jonathan Taylor actually had a pulse this week. How like that's huge. Like if they can if they can sustain that, if they can sustain Jonathan Taylor um, looking like that through the rest of the season and into the playoffs with how good their defense is, I'm feeling good about my Colts to the AFC Championship pick. And Philip a quarterback well, away from maybe well, hold on. Super Rivers looked good. Oh this my god, not even like, you, you have to give him a little bit of credit. He is serviceable. That's a very good way to describe it. He looks service because some games he does look terrible. He looks like a middle school quarterback. But this week he looked very good. Like, I mean, 19 of 28 for 244 and two touchdowns, no picks. I, I'll take that all day. 100, 118 quarterback rating. That's the problem is you can't play the Raiders every week. Who fired? Who fired? Who fired? Who fired? Defensive coordinator uh, Paul Gunther. Former Bengals defensive coordinator. I know everything about that man. I'm sure you love him. Oh, he's just great here. I feel like he is notorious for those games, like Philip Rivers is for, like he'll have he'll be 20 of 22 passing, like high completion percentage, but they only throw the ball like 25 times. You know what I mean? Like he's not having to throw the ball a ton well, to win. He is like the by, the by most. He's the most reputable quarterback when it comes to relying on a run game. If if Philip Rivers has to 
if he has to throw the ball more than 35 times in a game, you've lost. That's a that's just a fact. You've lost. He's threw three picks if he's done that. But facts. Yeah. <laughs> he's thrown he's thrown three picks and he's he's not having another kid when he gets home. Like he's he just decided <laughs> and tonight he has, is he has said God darn it eighty seven times. Gosh, that gosh, heard it here first. Philip Rivers finalist for the Jeff Garcia Game Manager of the Year Award. <laughs> Game manager of the year. Hey, game managers are important. They keep the water bottles full. They keep team morale high. Jim McMahon made a living off being a game manager. I never uh, seen that man throw a pass in my life. And the Super Bowl shuffle video. Oh, yeah. Some people say that he looked good in that video with his little headband and sunglasses. Is that the only time that the quarterback's been the worst player on a Super Bowl team? Uh, 2000 Trent Dilfer has a very okay. good. Uh, yeah, it's probably close. And then what? 2002 with uh, fuck. What was his name? Brad some Brad Johnson for the Bucks. Brad Johnson for the that's Bucks. a fucking other one. That was fucking bad. We need a. I feel a like Hall that's the fame. first time I've heard that name. We need a wing yes. of the Hall of Fame for the bad Super Bowl quarterbacks. Bad Super Bowl quarterbacks. Another one. Sne- okay, if the Bears would have won the Super Bowl in 2006, Rex Grossman is. Don't even start with Rex Grossman. Hall of Fame for terrible quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl. Nick Foles. Uh, uh, hey, 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 hey. Watch He'd have his own wing. Absolutely, Watch Nick Foles. Actually, He's the king okay. of bad quarterbacks. Speaking, speaking of Nick Foles, this is interesting. I don't know if you guys saw the stat that I fired off at Hampton earlier today. He was talking shit about Nick Foles, too, and I absolutely dumpstered him with this stat. Hang on. This is beautiful. I saw something. So in 2017, when uh, he took over as the starter for Carson Wentz, he played Ten games as the starter. He went nine and one and won the Super Bowl MVP. Okay. And then the next year he played seven games taking over for Wentz. When the when the Eagles had a losing record when he took over, he drugged them to the playoffs, went four and one as a starter, and then won a playoff game and had them on a game winning drive in their second playoff game against the Saints until Alshon Jeffrey dropped the uh, slant over the middle that led to a pick because it literally hit him in the hands. Like, I, Cheek would have caught it. Not even I would have caught it. Cheek would have caught the fucking ball. Listen, and I'm not saying he's – Carson Wentz better than him. I'm just saying he's bad. Carson Wentz is horrible. He's better than Carson Wentz. But that's, that's the bar is so low there that – Well, I think – I honestly think that if the Eagles were smart, like, I, well, Jalen Hurts looked good yesterday. He did look good. Jalen, well, okay, so let's let's yeah. actually move again, on. The, again, the bar is so low there from Carson Wentz. Well, let's, let's move on from, from the good. The bad, I'll start us off because we were just talking about it. The Saints are the bad. Like, I get that you don't have Drew Brees, but you're playing the fucking Eagles, and you lose at Lincoln Financial to the fucking Eagles. The Eagles and you, are terrible. And you have Jason, or Jameis Winston sitting on the sideline there. Yeah, yeah. that sense. You have like, a Hall of Fame quarterback waiting. He the just had the only man, the only man in NFL history to throw thirty picks and thirty touchdowns for the season. Yeah, I mean thirty squared. He set a uh, record slinger. Man, I, coming I, off I, a record-setting season and you're but, not playing it. But no, you need to develop the thirty-year-old Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, here's so here's a serious <laughs> question: If if Breeze cannot come back, do they have to go to Jameis to have any success? In I the think playoff? it's the move. Oh, they have go to, to Jameis. They have now, to go to Jameis. Have to go to Jameis. How Taysom bad will, must Jameis look in practice right now? He probably, I see that, that honestly, he that honestly was a discussion, yeah, because, like, it sucks because they are playing against a very good Saints defense in practice, and because of 
uh, Hill's athletic ability. He probably is able to escape a little bit more than uh, than Jameis is. But I, the, the film speaks for itself. The man couldn't see and threw 30 touchdowns last year. Now he has actual eyeballs. He's got and, an arm. He, he has arm. actual eyeballs and is with a good coach in Sean Payton. Imagine what he do. He did that with Bruce Bruce Arians last year. Bruce Arians is notorious for having quarterbacks throw a lot of picks because his offensive scheme is fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's just it is. His, his offensive philosophy is fucking idiotic. Yeah, like uh, give the ball to Ronald Jones 20 times a game. I, well, the fun fact, and this is like the third time we've brought it up on the show, every quarterback that he's ever coached in their first season under Arians has thrown their most picks in their career in a single season that, that year. So that would be Big Ben – Big Ben, Peyton, Tom Brady, Palmer, Palmer, like fucking crazy. There are some Hall of Famers in that list, and they've thrown their most picks ever. Like, at some point, you need to fucking look in the mirror, Bruce Arians, and realize, okay, this hat that I'm wearing looks really stupid on me, and I need to (laughs) look in lenses because I'm not a. He wants to be Andy Reid so bad. Dude, he looks like he looks like he should be like selling his smooth jazz record on some fucking sidewalk in New Orleans and not coaching football. Like, he, gives a, he gives off big James Dolan vibes. Oh my god. Let's not <laughs> James Dolan, bro. Hey, the Knicks one and one so far. We're five hundred for the first hey, time forever. Pre preseason champs. Yeah, preseason. <laughs> OB top and MVP. Oh my god. Don't disrespect my Knicks. All right, who RJ looks- and Obi Toppin this year going going to the lottery. <laughs> I'm not thrilled about it. I do have another team to put on the bat, actually. It's the Patriots. The Patriots look horrible. Oh. They look terrible. They got out physical. They got I don't want to say they got out coached because we honestly were in position to make a lot of plays and just didn't. Like Bill had us in good position on defense. We couldn't tackle to save our lives. I'm going to say this right now. Adrian Phillips, I've loved you all season. If you can't learn to set a fucking edge on defense, you deserve to not play peewee football. That is literally the first thing that you are taught as an outside linebacker, defensive end, safety, whatever. If you are down in the box and run support and your job is to set the edge, nothing gets outside of you. And this dummy let everything outside of him. Literally every single thing. He was freaking Taco Bell. He was trying to think outside the box all night. He got absolutely torched. But Brandon, just, Brandon Staley had that Rams defense. They they were not gonna. Like, I didn't think they were gonna let the Pets score. That the Rams defense looked very good. Yeah, they they really shouldn't have let. Like the one thing, the one thing that did hurt the Pats more than anything else is Isaiah Wynn was out. That's our starting left tackle. Um, so he had to to move uh and lay more uh over to the left tackle, who's normally he's a backup guard. When they moved Aaron Donald to defensive end and took him out from the middle of the defense, we got absolutely razzled as I'm sure Isaiah Wynn would have had something to say to Aaron Donald. Oh, well, this game's right now, by the way, too. He's a better. Oh, yeah. I, at I'm, least get me live watching this. I don't care. I'm, I don't, don't care who. I don't care who you put up at a left tackle. He ain't Aaron Donald going to kill him. That's what I'm saying. It does make a big difference because in the past. <laughs> Three meetings the Pats have played Aaron Donald. He has combined for four tackles and a half a sack. Like Donald, Donald pick him up like a toddler. Triple team. Thune, Thune, David Andrews, and Shaq Mason in that Super Bowl in 2018. Thune opted out, didn't he? No, Thune's still playing. Still playing? Yeah. Just sucking. Thune, 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 David Andrews, and no. 
No, he's not, actually. Our three interior offensive linemen are graded the best in the league, maybe outside of Quentin Nelson. Like, that's that's a fact. Our interior hey, offensive outside of it. Are um, but no, I, in that Super Bowl, they absolutely sunned Aaron Donald. But anyway, enough enough sucking off the pats or really lack thereof. That, that game was embarrassing. Like, season on the line, like, really, there's still a chance they can get in the playoffs because the teams that I needed to lose yesterday all lost, so that's great. But, like, we would be in even better position if we would have fucking won. So I, I do like how you turned your criticism of the Pats into a compliment there. That's impressive. <laughs> that's like that's like my Twitter header says. It's a it's a quote from Zachary. He said, "Ian, I love the way your brain works. You can sound you can make anything to a positive." I wish it had that back. I was like, "Man, we didn't block Aaron Donald, but back back when we had, if we had like all these hypothetical players, yeah, we could block him." Whatever. All right, whatever. Um. Me, who's your bad? My bad? Oh, da, da, da. this has to be a team that had like some hopes or something, right? I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's just one team that looked bad. I mean, obviously, don't say the Jets, like, <laughs> or the Bengals. <laughs> it's just assumed there. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the, I mean, you can't say the Bengals the because the Bengals looked bad against a bad team. Like, four fumbles. How do you, how do you fumble the ball? Three fumbles. Oh, sorry. Three fumbles. That wow, much better. Three, three, okay, the first three possessions were fumbles. You're the reason not, I not lost ideal. playoffs. Your fault. The Bengals, that's your fault. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. They're garbage. Why, did you play the Cowboys D? Yeah, Ian? Zach, Cowboys defense. They had a touchdown, three fumble recoveries, and like two sacks. Like all, I in have, first, all in the first five minutes. Yeah, I absolutely had no chance after that. No chance. Especially with what he had coming back in the 4 o'clock slate. I had to be winning... I was winning by 50, and that got erased in less than 10 minutes. It was done before halftime of the 4 o'clock games. I'm not, I was winning by 50. I am now losing by 55. 100-point swing. That's crazy. Crazy. But anyway. Not crazy not, that you lost, though. Not crazy that I lost. Crazy that I put up the amount of points that I did and am going to with Chubb still going, and I've lost by at least 20. That's stupid. But anyway. Hey, you wish you were good. Yep, I'm upset. Whatever. Started one and seven, turned it around, made the playoffs. I'm terrible. Uh, PB, what do you got? Who's your bad? Are you going to go with the Bengals or are you going to? Uh, I'm going to go with. I don't know. I could say like Steelers offense. Uh, you could definitely say the just Steelers. Something. I think that's who Chan was going to say. I think you just uh, cut. I think nah, you just. You're good. You're good. I got plenty. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to pick the Pats, but you already said that. I don't, it don't matter to me. Let's say the Vikings. But did the Vikings look bad? Their Vikings kicking looked bad. That's a fact. Dan Bailey, <laughs> Dan Bailey looked bad. Dan, Kale, Dan Bailey should kill himself. Like, uh, not to be too insensitive. Like, he should actually, like... He, he, he should def- off himself. He legitimately might have cost the Vikings a playoff, like, opportunity by himself. Because now they fall back to third in that division. There's a ton of other teams vying for the playoff spots in the NFC. Like, that cannot happen. And you lost to a team playing for a wild card spot. True. I mean, if he, if he makes those kicks, he missed four kicks, an extra point, three field goals. If he makes those kicks, let's see, that's 10 points. They're losing by two, but that takes a couple possessions away from the Bucks. at least gives them worse field position. You definitely make the argument that Dan Bailey single-handedly lost them that game. Yeah, but I would make the argument otherwise. 
Just keep giving the ball to Dalvin. It'll work I, eventually. I was going to say how. Like, Dalvin Cook absolutely went off. The Bucks didn't really do anything on offense until until the Vikings started missing kicks. That's when their offensive exploded. Like, the Vikings went up in this game because this is one that kept popping up on red zone. Oh, dude, that was sweet, by the way. Watching red zone on the projector since the Pats were off this week, that was beautiful. I mean, that's just that's the best football watching experience I've ever had. Let's see. Yeah, so there's the there's Minnesota touchdown. Vikings score, and then it just went off the rails. Uh, yeah, missed field goal, immediately a touchdown on the next drive. Then a punt, and then a field goal again after another. Like, that's a, what, 3 plus 14-point swing? Like, that's a 17-point swing right there just on missed kicks. Like, that, that's terrible. But anyway. The other team, well, I'll let you get yours off, Chan, before I, I go on, because there's another team that we need to talk about in the bad section, too. Talk about a team that looks bad? Yeah. Or a player. Team. It could be a player, too. Team that looks bad. Okay, player that looked bad. Ryan Finley still looks bad. You heard it here first. Still looks bad at football. I'm going to need confirmation on that. Why? why I don't is... know. He's still, he's still, it's his second year. He's still got time. He's still got time. I thought time. he looked it was so bad that Brandon <laughs> Allen couldn't walk, and they wouldn't. Higgins kind of caught a football, Chan, but I think he fumbled. Sorry. Oh, that's great. But, I think uh, he fumbled. But, yeah, they, yeah, Brandon Allen couldn't walk. He was taking snaps on one leg, and they wouldn't sub him out because they didn't want to play Ryan Finley. At that point, if you're see, if you're a quarterback on the sideline and seeing that, you might just hang it up. It's like, all right, coach, see ya. <laughs> Peace. We let Andy <laughs> don't. I cannot believe that man, Zach Taylor, Said that we're letting Andy Galton go. Don't need him. We got we're set at backup quarterback. We don't need anybody. And Ryan Finley was the guy he was talking about. It is kind Trade of it up. Trade well, it up to take him in the third round. You used to play him. <laughs> the man, no, no, the man cannot throw. He is awful. By far the worst professional quarterback I've ever seen. And I watched T- Tim Tebow play football. And they here, here comes the comeback, baby. Nick Chubb, let's go. I'm telling you, the comeback is there. It's going to happen. Brown's first possession, Chubb touchdown. I'm on pace. Dan already got his win. Yep, my cheek's done. Happened in the first drive. Sorry, Cheek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two catches for Rashad Higgins, really first drive. What if he gets – okay, here's a scenario for you. What if he gets another catch and he fumbles? That takes it back down to zero. But then I get he two fumbled on both of his catches. Yeah, like, he didn't but catch got it back. All. Well, he got him back. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're saying like he might be benched. They might just not even put him back in. He's already won. <laughs> and that's GG's game over there. Um, the Perfect other team scenario. that I want to bring up before we move on, uh, the Giants looked awful. Like, I've been kind of uh, pumping their tires, and so have so has Don about like how good their defense has been. And then they just get absolutely out physicaled by maybe the least physical team in the league. Like Daniel the Cardinals. Jones. Daniel Jones ain't it. My God, he no. We, I remember in the group chat, we were talking that first week when they played the Steelers. We were like, dude, Daniel Jones has made some really nice throws. Like, he might have something. Maybe he took the next step, that oh. Ryan Tannehill step. Like, here we go. This is where he comes into his own. Absolutely not. He is done. And it's funny. As soon as they bring in Colt McCoy, they start moving the ball, and then he gets absolutely just demolished on a strip sack by, um, who was it? Not Sweat, not Buda Baker. Was it Chandler Jones on the strip sack? Like, it was absolutely gross. Like that—that's just that's the giant. Like that's the Giants. But I think the 49ers, the 49ers looked bad too. 
Winning honors look bad. I mean, there was a they, lot. There the was Seahawks a, ain't looked good, honestly. I mean, they beat the Jets by 30, but, I mean, they didn't look good doing it. If you if you win any game, no matter who you're playing, by 37, you looked okay. But I'm yeah. just talking about the standard of the Seahawks, usually. like They've not looked good recently, anyway. I honestly think that the Steelers need to get more like criticism than they're getting. Like they look terrible. They were the worst eleven and zero team of all time. They didn't play anybody. That is a fact. They played the NFC East and some shitters in the AFC, and they were eleven and zero. Like terrible NFC East. Yeah, word. Fun fact: uh, the Bengals went winless against the NFC East this year. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't win a game against them. That's honestly tough. Hey, they beat the Titans, though. Hey, we did beat the Titans. I don't know how. With Joe, I mean, I do know how. Joe Burrow. but Joe Burrow is gross. Joe Burrow if, literally dragging this team to any bit of success. Well, you know what's crazy? I think if Burrow was healthy and was able to finish out the season, I think they might be fighting for a, a playoff spot. They're at least in the hunt graphic on, on Fox. They're yeah, in we, the- I think we definitely compete with the Cowboys and not get beat 30. <laughs> I actually, I would, I would say that you probably beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are bad. Listen, that just goes to show you that, like, the success we were having when Burrow was healthy was not Zach Taylor. That was Burrow. Burrow. That was Burrow because he went out and everything just fell apart completely. This team cannot score. The only oh. we, they brought, they had to bring in Brandon Allen off the street, not even practiced to come in and run the team because Ryan Finley can't even well, see. That's because Brandon Allen's a legend. Yeah, he he play like two career games in the NFL. <laughs> That's more than we have. That is more than we have. That's more two than more. we have combined. We, I, he doesn't have more wins than me though. Boom roasted Brandon Allen. Trash I've not game. played. I've not played an NFL game, and I've also not lost. <laughs> That's fair. In all I'll, honesty, he didn't for the situation he was in, but you know he got hurt, so now Ryan Finley's got to play. Oh, uh, to God, would rather like if Brandon Allen can't play, uh, sign Blake Bortles or Kaepernick or somebody stupid. Yeah. Sign Blake Kaepernick, do on, it. Blake Bortles is still on the Broncos. He's their emergency COVID quarterback. Oh, he is. Yeah, they have him locked up and he ice- was going to be their COVID quarterback, but he was one of them that broke protocol. <laughs> I didn't know. He was they, their third string. They literally have him locked in isolation now. He does not go to any of the quarterback meetings. He does not attend practice. He does nothing. He's he in a gets, broom. He's in a broom closet in uh, Mile High. He gets the game plan and sits at home and drinks Bushlight. That is all that Blake Bortles. Mike Leach. That's so cool. Um, all right, let's talk about the unlucky here. Honestly, not too many unlucky teams this week. I mean, you could say the Lions. It looks like they kind of got screwed there at the end of that game. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really have one. For, for unlucky. The Niners with injury steal. Like, it was just prevalent. Uh, that That's that's really the only glaring one is the Niners with, with the injuries. Like my, my unlucky this week is those poor souls that were born into the Bengals fandom. <laughs> that's worse than being born into poverty in some cases. In some cases. Usually, it's, it's, an, it's an overlapping Venn diagram. <laughs> like, it's just one and the same. We are the definition of a poverty franchise. <laughs> Literally, the poorest owner. I, I, second I, poorest. Second poorest. I saw a thing that said he was the poorest. That he had the lowest. That this was his well, like main income. Probably, well, now, yeah, now that he probably Raiders does. Have, now, that the, now that the Raiders moved to Vegas, it's probably the poorest. He he probably does have the lowest net. Worth. 
any of the owners by a lot. No, he was. I mean, the thing was I, saw, I mean, Mark Davis was, but he, now he's probably got more money after they moved to Vegas. But yeah, so I'd say now he is. It's literally just a it's a it's a mom and pop shop that's ran like a freaking like a mom and pop shop. They don't know what they're doing. If they hired more, it could be better. And you know, if they hired a, like a general manager and you know, full scouting department, esen- essential staff that most teams have, yeah. more than more than two scouts. You'd think by the prices that they charge for beer at Paul Brown, he'd be worth the most in the league. Because when I went <laughs> to got to make a living. You when think I how went many to fans the Pats game, When I went to the Pats game, they came to Paul Brown. Fifteen dollars for a small Budweiser draft. Hey. I was support, support small more. Support small businesses, Ian. That man's working hard. Yeah, small business. I was pissed. I was so upset. Oh my god! I spent a hundred dollars in alcohol in the fucking football game. I have a newfound appreciation for Marvin Lewis. How that I man just, had any success with this team? He should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, speaking of speaking of fired coaches or coaches on the hot seat, I don't know. Have you guys seen that uh, Jerry Jones came out today and said that uh, Mike McCarthy will be retained as the head coach of the Cowboys? And oh. his quote, his quote to accompany that said, "This ship." Will be corrected quickly. Like that's all that he said. <laughs> I'm this going to hire a man to break Mike McCarthy's legs <laughs> until he learns how to coach football. Yeah, I, I, it is one of the most um, like the, the most <laughs> wasted talent in the league as far as like result you're getting on the field based on like the they got a lot. They got a lot of injuries though. That's fair. The one thing that I think is not being talked about enough is like. The retirement of Travis Frederick, there's there's like future Hall of Fame center, like the effect that that's had on that offensive line is oh, crazy. Hey, it's another DeMarco Murray situation. And that's exactly what it is. Like Zeke has looked terrible all year. Zeke, all Zeke all without year. a good offensive line, nope, can't do it. Even, even at Ohio State, he had four future NFL starters on that offensive line, and another one who's like been a journeyman since he got drafted. Like that's crazy. Yeah, you have Billy Price, I know. Yeah, I mean he's trash now, but he was like a all-star, all-star, all-American center in college. Yeah, when the I mean, fatties I... won't block, yeah, fucking get nowhere. <laughs> Throw some respect on hey, Tony Pollard doesn't have a problem with it. Yeah, Tony Pollard had a touchdown. Did Zeke? Mm. Mm. Food for thought. Food for thought. How much is Tony Pollard getting paid? Probably not as much as Zeke. I would be willing to bet not as much as Zeke. Hey. Well, I know that. Remember when they could have gave that money to Dak, but instead decided to pay running back? <laughs> I don't blame him. Dak, yeah. I mean, based on what we've seen this year, Dak is not valuable at all. No, he can't play. He has, how many games has he played? <laughs> can't stay on the field. I, I did see Tony uh, yesterday or during that after show of the Bengals Cowboys. Tony Gonzalez had one of the wildest takes I've ever seen in my life. With uh, said that I don't know if the Cowboys should sign Zach back. Because they got Andy Dalton now. He's he's playing well. I said, <laughs> and I could just collectively hear every Cowboys fan just that's, cock their gun. Ian. I could that's see I take. could see them I could see them retaining Andy Dalton and like solidifying parts on that defense, like their defensive line, because their linebacking core and their secondary is very good, but their defensive line is horrid. They have to sign Dak back now. Like they have no choice. <laughs> they, honestly, they have I no could, draft capital. Well, that's have, the part that hurts them. If they had any amount of draft capital where they could get like a project quarterback, then I could see them doing that. But they, have, they also have no cap space anymore, so they can't like 
can't go out and get somebody. Like the only option is to sign Dak. You think they franchise him again? Oh yes, needed that. Hey, P. franchise. Him? I mean, no, they have to sign him to a long term deal. Like they can't, they can't risk him getting hurt again. What's he gonna? What's he gonna? Why? If he gets hurt again, then it only lowers him. Then you. Then I just said they can't that, risk. They can't. Like he's not gonna play. I don't think he'll play. He played this year on the tag. I don't think he'll play if they tag him again. I 100% think he'll play, and then they'll negotiate a contract over the summer or something after they tag him. I don't know. You, you got to give that man his money. Like I could see it that, that team is Dak and a bunch of dudes in Cowboys jerseys. Yeah. Just, Find get, Dak and, just get Dak done and then worry about everybody else. Worry respect, about getting rid of Zeke. Zeke. Throw some respect on Jalen Smith and, and – uh, Vander Esch's name because they're just Vander Esch is trash. They are both pretty bad. They are. Jalen Smith's Vander good. Vander Esch is terrible. Vander Esch is absolutely terrible. He got destroyed during that Bengals game. I think he's ranked 90th on the P- PFF rank. That's great. I watched Michael Jordan. not Michael Jordan. I watched it. Xavier Suofilo pulled on a play yesterday and absolutely, basically choke slammed the poor guy. And the announcers made fun of him for like five minutes. That's how bad he looked. Who called that game? Because I had that up going in the corner. I had it on mute because I had the sound uh, from I Red Zone. It was, sound. I, can't, I can't even remember. It was called pretty good, though. It definitely wasn't Fox's A team, was it? It no wasn't chance. their A team, but, I okay. mean, it, was, it wasn't the lower tier team either because it was the Cowboys. So. Cowboys. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, is there any other games that we, like, really need to talk about? I mean, really, well, we haven't talked about the Broncos and Panthers, but that really doesn't need much of a breakdown. Outside of Drew Locke, almost cost the Broncos this game. Like that, are you, he are you on Elway to draft another tall quarterback? That's <laughs> very much going to happen. That's going to happen. That very much. You know who I? Be, I would almost bet. I'm going to put a Wolfpack guarantee right now. Who's the tall quarterback happen? in the draft? He's going to draft Tanner Morgan out of Minnesota. It wouldn't surprise me. He loves those mid-round quarterbacks that, that have absolutely, absolutely no projections whatsoever. That for sure, he is going. If Tanner Morgan declares for the draft, John Elway will draft him one hundred percent. I will guarantee that he will be a Bronco if he declares for the draft. For sure, for sure. I think they're sold on Drew Locke. I don't see why. John Elway. I don't know if I see why. That's the the problem. The coaching staff might be, but John Elway ain't. (laughs) True. John John Elway's philosophy is, I can never have too many quarterbacks. Yeah. His philosophy is, this is my team. Yeah, I run this thing. (laughs) Is that the worst contract in sports history? It's It's close. It's up there. It was so bad that, what what did they have to do? Wentz's is going to be up there soon. Give draft picks to get rid of it. Wences is very much up there. Yeah, they had to give away a second-round draft pick to trade a quarterback. And then I think let's go. in return, they got like a seventh-round pick. Like, that's crazy. You traded a second and Brock Osweiler for a seventh-round pick. You paid someone to take him. You know why they paid him that money? No joke. It was that, he was, game, it was that game against the Pats in 2015 in the snow. He replaced, where, he replaced Manning, yep. Where Monty Ball had like... 250 yards in the snow, and Brock Osweiler made one good throw to the corpse of Chase Daniel or Owen Daniel, excuse me, and that was it. That was like Elway was like, Ugh! like I he have to. El- Elway was gluing uh, pictures of a uh, Osweiler's face to that picture of him with the Lombardi. 
That's what I can he, see. I can see it now. Can see it happening. It's, it's Whatever right, happened to Monty Ball? Right, on the wall. He kind of fizzled out. Yeah, he had a lot of injuries. He kind of fizzled yeah. out. He's a running back. What kind it of happens? So the one thing that we've talked about. This will kind of wrap us up here. Me and PB were talking about a pre-show. Is there a discussion for the MVP this year, or is it kind of already wrapped up? Is it going to Rogers? It's Rogers or Mahomes one. I mean, yeah, I think it's still in play. I think it's least. just them two. I mean, the argument Rod- to be Rogers made. Got, Rogers has some in touchdowns. Mahomes has them by quite a bit in yards. Uh, but that's, I mean, honestly, I think it's whoever goes farther in the playoffs gets it. That's fair. The argument to be made for Rogers in that scenario, though, is if you swip, if you swap them, I think Rogers puts up like historically untouchable. Like record. are you telling me you're you're telling me you're giving me Pat Mahomes with Devontae Adams as the only receiver with Does a ball? It matter? Yes. I think it matters. And, and two very good running backs. Yeah, Aaron Jones looked great against the Lions defense, who ranks thirtieth against the run. He didn't do he, shit. He averaged six yards a carry, and they gave they only gave him thirteen carries. It ain't his fault. It's a bad he did job. That's the one thing that's overlooked. There is Mahomes has arguably. Actually, not even an argument. For sure, the second-best coach in the league, no debate. LaFleur is second. Second. To who? Are you an idiot? Come on, use your brain. Not to who you're about to say. That's you're correct. a fucking goofus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just a fact. If you don't think, I mean, that's Can't just, do that's, it without Brady. Yeah. Okay. Never, never won without Brady. Can yeah. you name me five Pats players right now, and they have seven wins? Name me five. I can uh, because I play fantasy one, football. That one trash <laughs> receiver from USC that you all drafted. I can just name all their terrible yeah. skill position players no. if you really want me to, Ian. Like Demar Baird, Jacoby was, Myers. <laughs> what was that receiver that you all drafted ahead of A.J. Brown? <laughs> I don't think it was before. The well, Nikhil Harry. Harry. It was Harry. We drafted him before. We drafted Nikhil before. Debo Samuel. A.J. Brown. DK? Absolutely. Uh, DK was your... And DK. I don't want to think about that. That's absolutely like I was at that draft. I was I was at that draft and when I heard when I heard Nikhil Harry's name be yelled out, I collapsed. No, your first words were who? Then you looked it up and then you collapsed. <laughs> I was so upset. Oh yeah, how, how many catches at Arizona State? <laughs> you look that's the thing that pisses me off the most is that Arizona Her State man. So good. He looked so good at Arizona State. And then it, it, what pisses me off even more is now you see Brandon Ayuk, another Arizona State guy, come into the fucking league and just dominate in it's San Francisco. Like, that's my love. That is absolutely my love. But Oh, yeah, DK. Is, is anyone outside of those two? Outside of those two quarterbacks, is there anyone else in the MVP, MVP conversation? I mean, I guess you could technically make the argument for Derrick Henry, but it's not a very good argument. I think he'd be third. Devontae Adams is close as well. I agree. Well, I mean, there. they're going to give it to a QB, though. So Yeah, it's basically turned into a QB award. I definitely think that Russ is starting to creep back in the conversation, even though it's distant. He'd have to do a do lot. Do they still give out the offensive player of the year, like separate? Yes, they do. They do. So they, that it's might not the be same one, right? It is always the same player. No, I could have swore there was a year where it wasn't, where CMC got it, but home to MVP. It is very rare for those to be Wasn't different. Two years ago? No, maybe. Yeah, if, if they're different, it's a rarity. 
Like, they essentially have just made the MVP award into who has the best stats. It doesn't even mean who's the most valuable. Well, that's what happens when you let nerds vote. Who won 2017 MVP, right? Brady? Brady, yes. They gave Gurley Offensive Player of the Year that year with the Rams. He should have been MVP. He had 20 TDs that year. Great. Garrett Blunt year. Twenty? No, he that was his. <laughs> that was the year he was the best fancy player. He did have like a, had close to two thousand yards, didn't he? Two thousand all. I know he had two thousand all purpose. Oh, for Tom sure. Gurley's actually having a pretty decent year this year too. He's just stuck on the trash can Falcons. Yeah, he's I'll doing enough. <laughs> yeah, no, great year for a man with arthritis. For a man with arthritis. Yeah. In, in Atlanta. Do you think he gets another? Last year, Ian, the MVP was different. The la- two out of the last three years, the MVP has been different than the offensive player of the year. That's actually surprising. Michael Thomas was offensive player of the year. That's why got it. Huh? Slam yeah. got offensive player. Yeah. <laughs> MVP yeah, he, was yeah. uh, Lamar. Lamar. That's stupid. I remember. Do you remember that night at your house, PB, where we were just going back on defensive player of the year? Oh yeah, yeah. I love to just do stats like that too. Like guess, like we'll just look up some random receiver stats. <laughs> that is fun. I enjoy that. That was a lot of fun. But uh, no, uh, as always, guys, we appreciate you listening. Uh, kind of a hectic show tonight. Uh, we were recording live up here at Townsend Bar and Grill. Obviously, first night, everything's back open in Kentucky. Make sure you go out, uh, support your local businesses, especially the Townsend Bar and Grill, your one-stop shop for great food at great prices, one of the great times there all the time, uh, especially with college basketball starting now or getting cooking up. Uh, we'll have all the games on all the TVs. We'll be having a good time up here. Make sure you come up for uh, the conference championships this Saturday, um, as well as church service on Sundays. I come up here every Sunday at 12.15. We have a live show. Uh, tune into Capo's Corner. I'll give out all my gambling picks for that day free. I do not make you pay for any of my picks. Ride with me. Uh, I'll give out my college card tomorrow. Sneakily, I'm hitting at a 75% uh, hit rate in college football this year. Absolutely dominating college football, so that's huge. Um, but, no, make sure you guys come out, uh, support local business. Uh, you guys have anything else to add? Fire Zach Taylor. Fire Zach Taylor. I'll agree there. The Bengals being good is absolutely great for business. So uh, with that, guys, uh, make sure you tune in to all the socials. Uh, check out Leather Weather. Uh, look for nothing but nylon to drop later this week. We're going to record the first episode of that. It's going to be our college basketball podcast. Uh, and then we actually have a couple other podcasts in the works now. We're, we're talking about adding an eSports podcast uh, and also adding an MMA podcast. So, uh, let me know if you guys would be interested in those, and we will get the ball rolling on those as well. Uh, regarding the mini helmet giveaway, uh, I'm still looking over the legality of it um, just to see if it's like anything that I could go to jail for, but it shouldn't be. Uh, so that's a that's a Chad Johnson signed Bengals mini helmet. We'll be raffling away. It'll be $4, a raffle ticket. Uh, so make sure you hit us up for information on that. So. Uh, we appreciate all the support, guys. We will catch you next time. Peace. Wow. Six. 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 Six.
pull up in a vert. It's the middle of December, she pulled up in a skirt. Santa Claus of the hood, I pull up with the work. They call me East Atlanta Santa, run up on me, get murked. I'm trapping through the snow. Selling nine half a bricks and four ways. Over the hills we go. Got an extendo and an AK. Selling bells of cannabis, reaching like an evangelist, but I don't fuck with amateurs. I got spiders, your tarantulas. My diamonds are immaculate. I'm not on no romantic shit, but I'm cooking cocaine candles. So true, your hoe can't handle it, but damn that bitch can suck a dick. Skeeted on her face and look, cause walk ain't fuck no basic. The teacher teaching arithmetic, show you how to whip a pig. Learn you how you run your clip, and told you how to kill a smile. Young freaky chick, but damn she on that sneaky shit. When I would have half a zip, and now I gotta slap a trick. Rocker labels, broken shit, Ricky Dicky Rocker shit. I sell more milk down a Mexican, my dog food, yeah, it's excellent. They started selling Christmas tree, I'm trying to jingle bells, ho. It's Christmas time, it's Holly's Queen, I'm stomping in my shell toes. Christmas time in '96, I asked Santa for 12 dollars. When I grew up, got gifts to give, but I don't fuck with 12 dollars.